Welcome to the Go Find Out Podcast. I'm Jennifer Jelliff Russell, author, speaker, and entrepreneur, bringing you actionable ideas and interviews with awesome women to help you pursue your dreams and achieve your goals. You can find more episodes of the Go Find Out Podcast by visiting gofindoutpodcast.com. Enjoy the show and go find out. Welcome back to the Go Find Out Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Jelliff Russell, and this is episode number 59. Today, I'll be speaking with Susie Sung about her journey of becoming a published author. But first, let's jump into my personal update. All right, welcome back, listeners. I just wanted to say thank you so much for continuing to listen to the show. It's been really fun doing, and I can't wait to you know hit episode number 60 in the next episode and keep pushing forward. Here's to you know the next 60 episodes. Let's do it. So these last two weeks have been a wee bit busy, especially this last week. I had a lot of sort of unexpected tasks that I needed to do, and I'm one of those people I really like to know ahead of time exactly what's going to be on my calendar so I can plan accordingly and sort of expend my energy accordingly. One very bright spot in these last two weeks is that I was actually able to give up the town clerk position during our town meeting. So somebody else has taken on that mantle and I started training them this past week, actually starting yesterday. So that was really great. I'm very excited to kind of step away from that. Um, It was a great learning experience. Uh, It's definitely kind of neat to be able to say, hey, yeah, you know, remember the 2020 very contentious election? Yeah, I ran my town's election during that time, right? So cool to be able to say that. Not so fun during the actual election. um, And I really don't want to have to do that again. So super excited to give that away. (laughs) So that was one positive thing. Um, Honestly, I'm just trying to sort of wrap everything up before winter. Um, I I think I've said that in the last like three episodes now. (laughs) But it's a very long process. I feel like, um, especially on the farm, uh, yesterday I literally spent just all day processing tomatoes and turning them into tomato sauce. Not even like pasta sauce, like no spices or anything, just literally processing them by thawing them because sort of freezing them during a season makes my life easier. And then when you thaw them, the skins of the tomatoes just kind of slough right off. It's wonderful. Um, But thawing them and then um, pulling out, you know, any of the green stuff that we don't want, then straining out the excess water and then processing them through our KitchenAid juicing attachment and then boiling them, right? Um, And then finally, you know, boiling the jars to sterilize them and then actually putting the sauce in the jars and boiling them again in a water bath um, so that they will be good for, you know, up to a year in those jars. So super fun. Literally all I did yesterday. (laughs) And so that's actually something uh, I'll be talking about in the outro. Um, During the interview with Susie, uh, she talks a little bit about like not beating ourselves up about things. And so um, I kind of talk about that a little bit in the outro about how um, I have to be better about not beating myself up over like not writing on days like yesterday um, when that's all I did. And afterwards, all I want to do at night is just relax and not do anything and zone out and watch Netflix right um, but uh, but yeah so it's been an interesting two weeks um, one of the other things that I am not doing this weekend which I had been planning all year to be doing is tomorrow um, October 3rd is the main marathon so I was going to be doing the half marathon in that but um, not only do I have a knee injury but also my husband and I decided that it was probably not the best decision to travel down to Portland and be around a ton of other people who are coming here from all you know all over the country um, to run that race so we shifted to doing a virtual 10k which we can do right here at home and that will actually be better probably for my knee because I can sort of take my time and rest as needed throughout that 10k. 
am really disappointed not to be going to the marathon and, and you know running the half marathon um, but kind of it is what it is and um, honestly I'm also just disappointed um, that by not going to Portland I won't be able to meet up with uh, Insan who was my guest actually on the third episode of this podcast talking about running at an older age and she I just actually chatted with her she's also not going to be running because she also has a knee injury and I don't hear her beating herself up about that so <laughs> so maybe I should follow Sue and be better about not beating myself up over not going to do this thing um, but so yeah this seems to be the theme of these last two weeks is not beating myself up over not getting things done that I had uh, intended to do for example with Blissful Sid, which is the second book in the Courtney Bliss romance series, um, I really just got stuck and started to get really annoyed by the characters. And so then writing them didn't quite come out right because um, my annoyance as a writer was coming through. <laughs> so I had to kind of step back from that and um, really just been focusing on my second book of scary short stories for kids because um, my first book of those does pretty well. And um, so I was like, oh, I should do a second one of those. And they're, they're just fun to write. So that's kind of have been a nice break from Courtney Bliss and her romance woes. So, well, all right. So, I think that is all I have for my personal update. Um, hopefully, that wasn't too much complaining for you guys. But uh, let's go ahead and jump into this really fun and informational interview from Susie Sung. Today, I'm speaking with podcast host and author Susie Sung about her journey of taking control of her life to start her podcast, Level Up Mindset, and become a published author of two books. Welcome to the show, Susie. Hi, Jennifer. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I'm super stoked to have you on the show and to chat with you. And before we really kind of dive in, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself? Sure. So I grew up born and bred in Scotland. Bonnie Scotland, not the sunniest of places. And <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't go to university. I just worked job job from job all okay, my days. Yeah. So uh, to be honest, I was just a pretty normal girl, I guess. And <laughs> um, a couple of years ago, I moved to Canada and I lived there for a few years. And that really opened my eyes to a lot mm. and gave me so many amazing experiences. And then I moved back in 2019 and um, now I work in makeup and I'm also an author too so yeah nothing nothing really like major in my life from my childhood I wouldn't say just very normal and then luckily I fell into writing these books and it's completely changed my life. So now you, you said you sell makeup right? Yeah so I work for a company and I I do retail sales oh, cool. and that kind of is how I learned about how much I loved helping people mm. and how I learned that I loved making them feel really good about themselves because for me it was not so much about the application it was more about the transformation in the person afterwards and yeah I loved it it's just it was my passion I found it through that and that's kind of what inspired the books and everything else that I do now more to do with helping people in another way and so what would you say was the tipping point that made you kind of sit down and actually start writing a book and working on the Level Up Mindset podcast? Right. So um, there's probably two points for this. So for writing the book, it's actually quite a, quite a crazy story. I had come home from Canada, like I'd mentioned, but it was very unexpected. I'd never planned to move back to Scotland. And um, I basically moved back. I was single again. I had no job and I was back at my parents and 
I hit a really low point. And it was at that point that I decided to seek um, a hypnotherapist just to help deal with like the inner, you know, the inner negativity that I just could not get rid of. Yeah. And it was something I'd avoided for years. But after I did it, a few months in, I was feeling amazing. I was back to my normal self again. I got a job and I was feeling a lot better until one night I had a serious bout of anxiety. I was really worried about a meeting with my manager the next day. Mm. and through this I was so disappointed in myself because I thought I'm doing so great I've been so positive things have been going well and I have now hit this slump and I feel awful it ruined my full day off and I ended up doing a meditation to try and calm myself down because I was just feeling so anxious Mm -hmm. and when I came out of the meditation I instinctively grabbed my laptop and I just started typing out all these words of comfort that I needed to hear for myself Mm-hmm. and after I did the first page another another few pages came out and basically I was writing this book and when I came away from it and I thought what have I just done here and I looked at it and I thought people need to hear this people probably go through the same thing I do with their self-development journey are feeling really great and all of a sudden they hit a slump and then they feel very guilty they beat themselves mm-hmm. up they feel like they've gone backwards and they need to know that that's not the case so that's kind of how it all started the tipping point was realizing that there was a need for this there was a need for people to know that it's okay to not be okay and it doesn't mean that you have jumped all the way back to the person you used to be it just means you've hit a little a little roadblock or a little uh, setback as I like to call them yeah wow and so you just kind of started writing and then kept writing the idea literally was born that night and um yeah that was it I had decided then and then I'm going to write a book I didn't quite know how it was all going to go yet or what I was going to put together but I just knew that this is what I was going to do yeah and then with the level up mindset podcast that actually came after the book was published and I guess I used to do youtube I've still got a YouTube channel up and I was struggling to manage my time filming and editing Mm -hmm. as well as working and someone had mentioned doing a podcast and I thought that's great I love to talk and I can just record it on my phone and help people in a really easy way that I can also input into my time I can basically do consistently and I I looked into how to do that and just went for it I think within a month I just decided that was what I was going to do that's fantastic thank you yeah and so now we were kind of chatting a little bit before we started recording um, and you mentioned that your first book was uh traditionally published right yes Uh awesome and so what was that like kind of you know putting yourself out there and I'm assuming you know either reaching out to an agent or reaching out directly to the publishers so I had um throughout writing the book I probably had some anxiety with that and thought you know there was times where I thought I'm never going to get a publisher. Is anyone really going to want to read this? I never mm-hmm. went to uni. I, you know, wasn't the best at English and I've I've never been passionate about reading. You know, I like to read probably every so often, mm-hmm. but I wasn't like an avid reader, so I just almost felt like I had imposter syndrome where mm-hmm. I can't write a book. So when I finally what I had to do to myself actually was just say deal with that when you come to it, you've not even finished the book yet. You don't know if you ever will. So there's no point in worrying about that. And then once it got to that point, I just I just Googled like UK publishers and 
emailed a few of them and then waited a few months until they got back to me. can be a very stressful time most definitely <laughs> definitely I know when you um when you very first started to kind of you know put yourself out there and you, you finished your book you're uh you know reaching out to agents did you have any naysayers or like negative nancies in your life when you first started telling people about okay I'm gonna publish this book or I'm gonna get it you know agented and get it published so I was actually fortunate in that I didn't have, I have a really good support system around me. Nice. Um, so I, I kept it quiet from like outside people, you know, people that are not really in your inner circle. Mm-hmm. Whether they did have anything to say or not, I really didn't really bother me. Um, <laughs> the only time I would say I maybe had a bit of negativity was actually when I told my dad about it. okay yeah and this was actually after the book had been published he just basically said he thought it was a waste of time and you know I I think it's because he's not a big reader and he doesn't really understand mindset and things you know being the older generation so that was quite a struggle and actually I, I still remember the chat we had and he was just really horrible about it I had to I had to book an appointment with my therapist after that just to deal yeah. with it. Yeah. So it was tough. Um, but what I did do or what I found really helped was that I focused more on strengthening my belief in myself because mm-hmm. what I realized was that I was letting other people give me self-doubt because I wasn't strong in how I felt mm-hmm. and I didn't believe fully in what I was doing. And when I learned to do that and I learned that the people that are negative are just projecting them their fears onto you it made it a lot easier to move past it boy that's hard yeah <laughs> and so now you have started your your nonfiction self-help series is called 100 days um, and your first book is 100 days of positivity hope and growth and then the second book in the series which released in april right is called 100 days yep. of healing from heartbreak so In my experience, sort of writing your first book, and we've kind of talked about this a little bit, it can seem like super daunting. And so when you were writing the book, so before you finished it and were, I know I'm kind of going backwards, but (laughs) before (laughs) you were like, get it published or found an agent even, do you have any like fears or mental roadblocks when you were actually writing the 100 Days of Positivity and Hope? Constantly, like every single day, I would have another fear or I would have another worry. Um... And it was all because I just, I was worried that people wouldn't like the book. Then I was mm. worried I wouldn't have enough um, material to finish the book. And mm. I was worried about the publishers not wanting it. There was a lot there. And there was times where it was more of a battle within myself to kind of accept that I was writing this. I knew I wanted to do it. So that that luckily that sort of want was a lot stronger than all these fears Um, but it was a constant battle so like you were saying there you were going back to this Mm -hmm. it was back and forth some days I was like yes this is great I'm gonna do this and then other days I'd think oh my gosh I can't and it's a constant battle but the main thing is to just keep pushing through it because Mm -hmm. after the bad days you'll get a really great day and then a bad day will come again and I think my experience with how I started writing the book and how I realized that you know you are going to get bad days was what helped me keep going Mm. just that knowledge that this is why I started it in the first place it's interesting you know the topic that you were writing about you were kind of dealing with as you were writing it really right is like staying positive right and you're writing about positivity 
Absolutely. I wrote this book for myself at the time Mm -hmm. and the things that I was going through. So I wouldn't write just, I wouldn't force myself to write every day. I would wait until I had that inspiration and something just clicked. Mm. And luckily it resonates with a lot of readers. And I think that is because it was so raw and so based on my own personal experiences that um, people like it. It seems to help. You know, it's almost like I'll hold your hand through this or I've been through this. Here we go. This is what you do. Well, and I think, it, it, you know, it's more authentic, obviously, that way, because it's it's really you. You're not just, you know, trying to be sort of an influencer and saying, be positive. Do you know what I mean? Like the positive yes. poly and it's sort of oh. like those positive polys are toxic, right? Because of that Absolutely. sort of toxic positivity. So I think that's really great that you were coming from an, a place of authenticity. And it sounds like that really comes across to your readers. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, actually, just as you've said that there, what inspired it? also was when I was going through that anxiety mm-hmm. I was looking for Instagram quotes to cheer me up and what I found was the quotes just didn't do it enough justice mm. when you see a quote you're like oh yeah but it doesn't pull me up and then I was trying to read self-help books and they're just so long sometimes the chapters are just so long when you're feeling in that moment really low and you need a quick pick me up you just don't have the concentration to read mm. 12 pages to get to a point and that was that was also another reason why these books are so much shorter like there's a page there's just one page every day nice. that you go through and you just get that instant comfort and instant mm. relief that's awesome that's really cool what would you say that your biggest challenge has been in this whole journey of becoming both an author and a podcaster patience <laughs> absolutely patience why has it not happened yet why is my book not a new york times bestseller right. why you know mm-hmm. um Patience is something that I have had to learn the hard way, I would say. Um, But again, self-doubt, working on my confidence and my belief in what I've created. Mm -hmm. um, All these things throughout the journey have been challenging. But what actually happens, and I think this happens for a lot of people, is after I finished the book, I wrote it and I was having people contact me on Instagram saying that they'd bought it and they were really grateful for it. The validation um, changed that that self-limiting belief, I guess, I had in myself that I wasn't good enough. And that's how I was able to start the podcast so quickly was because I thought, I finished this book. I wrote a book and, you know, I had no clue how to do it. Mm-hmm. And I managed to do that. It was almost like overcoming your own fear. Mm-hmm. Not even fear, but just like something that you didn't think you could do. So I yeah. think that when ever anybody does that it it almost changes you you come out of your comfort zone and you just become like because you expand this comfort zone that you're in and you reach your goal it gives you a lot more possibilities and opportunities to do other things because you're like hey I did this what else can I do yes absolutely I love that and I think a lot of people kind of downplay what they've done, like their accomplishments as well. And so, so like sometimes it's like, oh, okay, I wrote this book or okay, I, I did this <laughs> podcast, right? And then it, you're kind of like, okay, yeah. like I just, I think that's a great way to look at it of, okay, I've done this. Like I kicked ass at this thing and I accomplished it. And now I'm going to roll on to whatever the next thing is because I can do it. That's awesome. Absolutely. And I completely um, resonate with what you said there, because sometimes I'll say to people, oh, yeah, I wrote a book. And they're like, what? 
oh my god and I'm like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> we need to celebrate ourselves more we do yes. yes absolutely I'm really bad about not doing that I, I need to do that more <laughs> I'm the same <laughs> and now do you do you feel like you have any specific habits that have helped you to be successful in writing and podcasting yes so what I have learned from this is baby steps is very important like extremely important in helping you mentally get through like and reach your goal because a lot of the time people get so overwhelmed by all the work they have to do and all they focus on is that end goal mm-hmm. and that's so overwhelming that the fear just kicks in and they're like oh I'm not doing anything and that's why a lot of people never get started on something they always say they're going to but then they never do because mm. Um, there's there's so much fear there and they're overwhelmed so baby steps has definitely been one thing the other thing I would say is being kind to myself and forgiving myself for the days where I maybe didn't do as much work or I wasn't feeling as positive and you know when I just kind of felt a bit lacking in energy or motivation I think there's so many people and you were saying this with them you know, positivity pushers, was that what Mm -hmm. the term was? Um, We all have this preconceived idea that being positive means that you, or having a positive mindset means that you need to be positive 24-7. And it puts a lot of pressure on people. Whereas when that happens, and I was guilty of this before, anytime I felt negative or I didn't feel good, instead of being like, right, I'm owning this emotion, what can I do now to feel better? I would beat myself up and I would give myself such a hard time internally that I would end up feeling worse. So definitely to get through any journey and reach your goal, be prepared to have bad days, but also forgive yourself for them mm. and tell yourself you can do it. And what do you feel like you would have missed out on had you not pivoted and pursued these new goals of writing and podcasting? Well, uh, when I think about that, everything being where I am right now, I think I found my purpose through writing the first book. I mean, that was just the beginning of the journey. Mm. The, the things that I'm doing now moving forward, I could not have done had I not pursued this first idea and finished it you know, all the way through to the end. So finding my purpose, finding a way to help others in a way that I want to. Mm-hmm. And also it's pushed me to grow even more in terms of self-development and learn more about who I am I think that's so important for anyone who is wanting to feel more confident or wanting to know what makes them happy and having the the guts to go for it as well so yeah I would have missed out on a lot um just from not taking that chance yeah and what advice do you have for other women out there who are maybe interested in making a pivot in their professional lives I would just say go for it don't hesitate don't worry about the bad things that could happen and just get started then once you get started is know that you can you can do it um I think that so many people are missing out and I don't know whether you hear this a lot but whenever you say that you're an author people go oh I would love to write a book I've always wanted to do it (laughs) but then they never do and I'm like no just go for it and you know you probably are the same you're like do it you've no idea how great it feels and there's a there's at least one book in everybody so you know whatever it is whether it is becoming an author or changing professions completely what I'd say is 
what is your happiness worth to you? Mm. You know, or what is waking up one day regretting not trying? What does that mean to you? You know, any women out there, just you know, you can do it. You just have to get started and go for it. Mm. And I believe you have a new book coming out soon, right? Could you tell us a little bit about that and what it's about? Yes, that's correct. I have another book coming out in November. It's 100 Days of Affirmations. And I was really inspired to do this because I know how much affirmations have helped me in keeping me more motivated, staying positive and in changing my self-limiting beliefs. So affirmations essentially are a statement that you say to yourself that is true. And a lot of the time we have subconscious and conscious affirmations that are not helping us. They're negative. For example, I'm always tired. I don't have time. I'm not good enough. I can't do this. These are essentially affirmations, but they're ones that stop you as opposed to help you. So I created this book to give you inspiring, motivating affirmations to help you start your day off more positively and stay in that feel-good feeling. So every single page has an affirmation, but it also has a little, I want to say poem, but it's more like um, statements of encouragement to make you really feel like you are that affirmation. And then there's a little bit where you can write down below why you are that affirmation. So essentially you affirm it, you feel it and you believe it. And when you do all these things consistently, you will begin to change your outside world for the better. So yes, that is coming out soon and I'm very, very excited for it. And now where can we learn more about you, your podcast and your book, Susie? So I have a website, which is www.levelupmindset.co. That has all my links on there, but my books are available in Barnes and Noble. Well, the first one is, sorry and Walmart, I believe. Okay. And in the UK, it's WH Smith and Waterstones and also my publisher, which is Pegasus Publishers. And of course, Amazon. Amazon is probably the easiest one, which I should have said. <laughs> um, both the books are available on Amazon and all the future books will be available on Amazon as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. What a great interview with Susie and I am super stoked about checking out her book when it comes out about affirmations because I know I for one am definitely guilty of sort of having those negative affirmations about myself and then reinforcing them by continually telling them to myself. So it'd be nice to sort of stop that habit by replacing those with more positive affirmations. So really looking forward to her book. Something I really wanted to kind of touch on from her interview was something else that I am most certainly guilty of, especially lately, is beating myself up over feeling like I'm not getting everything done that I need to get done, right? Like I have a lot of things going on, the podcast, the business, writing, right? Um, just lots of things happening, um, as do we all. And instead of being like, wow, I have a lot of things happening, maybe we should, you know, get a little bit more organized and maybe take some things off of our plate, Jenny. Um, and instead of doing that, I'm kind of like, no, you have to get it all done, Jenny. Be amazing and magic and do everything, right? Um, so yeah, I definitely have to be better about not beating myself up if I'm not getting things done that I want to get done. Because as Susie said, it just makes me feel worse 
when I beat myself up over not doing those things, right? Instead of just being like, you know what? That's okay. You didn't get that task done today. Maybe you can do it tomorrow. Or maybe, you know, is it something that has to be done right away? If not, then maybe you can do it next week. And instead of sort of just beating myself up over it, making myself feel worse, making everybody around me feel worse, right? So not not a good thing. So I definitely resonated with the idea of sort of giving ourselves a little bit of a break, right? And if you don't get everything done that you want to, or you don't accomplish all of those tasks or goals in the timeline that you set, that but that's okay. Like for example, this week, uh, as I mentioned in my intro, I am supposed to be actually tomorrow going to do the main half marathon, which I was super excited about. I've been training for, um, I'm ready for, except that then I injured my knee. It's sort of a runner's knee thing. And so even just walking, it tweaks and running is definitely not a great thing. So I I definitely am not going to be able to do, you know, the full half marathon, unfortunately, and which kind of sort of works out because my husband and I were also a little cautious about, you know, going down to a really big event that a lot of people are going to be at when the cases of COVID are so high right now in Maine. Um, Our cases have kind of spiked recently, so we would prefer not to go down to Portland where there is going to be a major event happening. And vaccinated or not, you know, it's possible that we could catch COVID or have a breakthrough case or spread it to other people who can't be vaccinated. So we just, you know, decided let's just not go, which again, kind of works out with my knee injury. Um, So anyway, sort of beating myself up over that, not going after kind of having to look forward to it all year. We did switch to a virtual 10K, which I'm super stoked about. But even then, I'm sort of just beating myself up. Man, you know, I worked really hard for this half marathon and I was almost there. And, you know, I could, I guess I could like make myself do the half marathon, but then I could potentially also injure myself further and potentially more permanently, right? And we're like, what's the point in that? So just like taking a step back and realizing that it's okay that I'm not going to do this half marathon, right? That next year I'll, you know, sign up for it. Maybe even instead sign up for the, the full marathon and it's all right to not do it this year. And, you know, it's the kind of the same thing with trying to get everything done around the farm before winter and also trying to write not one, but two books right now. Um, And I'm trying to get one of my books out, the scary short stories for kids. I'm trying to get that out by Halloween. Um, And today is October 2nd. So almost finished writing it. We're going to see how that goes getting it out, but sort of beating myself up for not writing every single night after work right? Like I I work part-time and then I write after that. And then, you know, we do dinner when my husband gets home and then it's time to like relax and not have to think about things like reading or watching TV and sort of beating myself up the next day for not writing during that relaxation period, right? But then I think it's really important to like remind myself, hey, you, you need that downtime, right? Especially for writing because my creativity tends to, you know, be inspired by seeing other creative works like movies, like other books. So I think that's really important to, to take the time to do those things um, and not beat myself up over not working, you know, from the moment I get out of bed to the moment I go to bed, right? Like that's, that's not why we moved to Maine. That's not why we, you know, decided to step away from more traditional employment um, was so that we wouldn't have to be you know, busting our butts, working all the time, like taking time to enjoy the things that we enjoy. So this interview with Susie really helped me to really identify, hey, you know, maybe that's why I'm feeling so crappy about myself is because I'm not doing some of the things that I set out to do because I gave myself too much, right, on my plate. And then I'm beating myself up even more when I don't get those things done and making myself feel even worse than I already do for not getting them done, right? So just being kinder and gentler to myself. 
And another thing that I really wanted to kind of touch on from Susie's interview was when she talked about strengthening her belief in herself and her belief in her abilities, right? As opposed to letting naysayers or negative Nancys or, you know, basically the projection of other people's fears give her self-doubt. Sometimes when those negative Nancys say things to us that make us have self-doubt, they don't even necessarily mean to do it. Um, but it comes off that way and that's how we also read it and really it's just a reflection of their own fears around trying to do that thing they think that they would fail at that or they wouldn't do well at that and so you shouldn't be able to do well at that either again they may not even realize that the things that they're saying to us make us feel doubtful about our own abilities and so really kind of digging your heels in and putting up a wall of not letting others kind of force their feelings of self-doubt upon you. And like Susie said, I think recognizing that and sort of realizing, oh, they're just saying this because they're afraid that they can't do this, right? And I don't necessarily think they're purposefully trying to like tear us down or keep us from doing these things or try to hold us back, but it definitely can feel that way. And so just kind of recognizing this is why they're doing that, as Susie said, can help us really move past that feeling of self-doubt that they're unintentionally instilling in us you know so next time you tell someone about your accomplishments or your goals and you're excited about them and then when that person you're speaking to responds and their response makes you suddenly have these self-doubts about your abilities to accomplish those goals try to take a step back and ask yourself are these actually my self-doubts or are these self-doubts that the person I'm speaking to are projecting onto me? I know, definitely easier said than done, right? All right, well, that is our show for today. I hope that you enjoyed today's interview with Susie. I know a lot of the things that she said in this interview really resonated with me, and I hope that they did with you as well. Join me next time for a solo episode. Until then, go find out. Thanks for listening to the show today. I hope you found the information beneficial and that it helps you tackle your own Go Find Out goals. You can find more episodes and the show transcripts at gofindoutpodcast.com. You can also let me know what you thought of the show by tweeting me at gfopodcast or follow me on Instagram at gofindoutpodcast. That's it for today. Now go find out.